galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Welcome to the Remembrancers Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy Specialist Games podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here today with Austin and Steven. Hello. Hey. It's always at two seconds. I always have to cut out for editing. <laughs> <laughs> I always, there's enough Aww. time between each instance of recording where I forget what I did the previous episode. So I'm sitting there like, did I say hello when he said my name last I, time? I don't know. Oh, and then I normally just wait for you to go with it and then steven says hello so it's awkward if i don't say hello like no fuck it's not, not <laughs> like we've been doing this for three years or anything right every episode reveals a little bit more of the sausage and it amazes me that we even have listeners anymore yeah why, why are people still eating this <laughs> <laughs> i care less and less about the editing and then they just hear this. don't, don't it's worry a bell curve <laughs> don't worry listeners i know what's in the hot dogs and i eat them anyway so tonight, we're going to talk Night Lord's Rights of War from Book 9, Crusade, which is cool, on page cool, cool, 178 cool. of the Black Book. Yes. Uh, there's one, two, three, four. Yep. Four, uh, four rights to go through. If you haven't listened to our last episode, we cover the Night Lord's special rules and their units, including characters. So <clears throat> we decided to go with the Rights of War second. So when we uh, discuss certain units and models, you'll know what the heck we're talking about, if you didn't know already. So with that being said, let's uh, kick it off. Steven, you want to go with Terror Assault? Yeah. Night Lord's unique right of war, Terror Assault. The infamous specialty of the Night Lord's Legion was the Terror Assault, often conducted under the conditions of complete darkness, whether natural or artificially induced. Such attacks were not just designed to overwhelm the foe, but to sow as much gut-wrenching terror in both their victims and any who were left to survive the, to tell the tale, and so as to shroud whole worlds in a pall of fear. The effects are cover of darkness. The force may impose night fighting for the duration of the first turn of any mission automatically. Night fighting imposed in this manner carries on to the second game turn on a roll of a 3-up, and on the third game turn on a roll of a 6-up. While this special night fighting condition is in effect, all models with the Legionus Astarte's Night Lords special rule gain plus one initiative and plus one inch to their run distances. Mm. Now bear in mind as well that uh, Night Lords all get a five up cover in the open uh, on the first turn. So they're at a four up cover thanks to uh, night fighting. Uh, although it does not continue, it goes back down to five on turns two and three. Uh, but still, not bad. Uh, terror Tactics. Night Lords Terror Squads and or Night Lords Raptor Squads must be taken as compulsory troop choices for a force using this right of war and may be taken as additional troop choices if desired. Uh, so it used to be only uh, Terror Squads could take this one. They, you'd bring them, you'd take three, you'd put them in drop pods, you'd go do drop pod stuff. Now you can bring uh, the Night Raptors, which is good because... Uh, the raptor cult um, right of war is no longer real. You can't you can't use it anymore. It's gone. Say bye bye. 
there he goes wave as it passes uh, and that was the make raptors troops right but now you can just use them in terror assault which is great because they got better yeah you can actually uh do uh just raptor squads if you wanted to yep mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. it kind of uh kind of merges really they just took a bunch of stuff out of the raptor cult squ- uh right and just put it into terror assault they kind of merged the two together uh-huh. uh claw assault is the third effect which is legion tactical squads legion veteran tactical squads and night lords terror squads may either take a dreadclaw drop pod or legion drop pod as dedicated transports so long as their dub- number does not exceed the vehicle's transport capacity and they begin the game held in reserve inside the transport uh, Which is so how dedicated transports cool. work. So yeah. yes, good job. It is, is real rude <laughs> to allow additional dread claw drop pods. Yeah, anything with more drop pods, uh, dread claw drop pods. As far as I'm concerned, a fun time. Uh, I don't know what weird Mandela effect Jason and I were under, but they don't actually cause pinning unless you're using Last of the Serrated Sun. I'm sorry if I've played against that. I've played that against you and uh, pinned you when I shouldn't have. Oops. Gotcha. <laughs> it means you're a bad person, but you play word bearers, so we knew that. Alrighty. Um, moving on. Limitations. Uh, detachments using this right of war must take an additional compulsory troop choice in addition to those usually required by their force organization chart. So bring another terror squad or bring another night raptor squad. You can't go oh, wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. What am I going to do? Detachments using this right of war may only take a single heavy support choice as part of their force organization chart. Dorito and a drop pod. Dorito and a drop pod. Uh, or Leviathan and a drop pod. Mm. Mm-hmm. The controlling player may not take any fortifications or other Space Marine Legion allied detachments. Oh, no. Uh, no, oh, no. Loss. What am I no going to do? Loss I can't all. spend a thousand points on another Legion that's not like... Why can't I bring these word bearers along with me? Yeah. Oh, no. Taking word bearers is like taking an accordion. <laughs> Unnecessary. How am I supposed to put my terror assault squad behind an Aegis defense line now? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so this, this was their original right that they released with. And uh, it got modified a little bit, but is otherwise still pretty strong, I think. Uh, yeah, changed Lords. only for the better. Yeah, terror squads are, you know, preferred enemy infantry. Uh, raptor squads just reeve through, well, most things. So it's... It's, it's, it's simple, but great. effective. Simple, but effective. That's there isn't, right. There isn't too, uh, too much craziness going on in this one. Yeah, and unlike these other three rights that we're going to get into, this is the, the easiest one to look at and be like, yeah, that's great. Why would I not take this right? If I'm playing Night Lords, these others are, have some cool theme, but questionable practicality. Well, we'll, uh, we'll dissect them and see if we find something. Well, hey, man, I, I like this next one. I'm not going to lie okay. to you. Go All for right. it. All right, then. That's how you do a segue, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, uh, the next up on our list is the Swift Blade. Uh, Night Lords only. The Jadak clans of Nostromo were amongst the most hateful and murderous of that world's vile denizens, swift and fearless warriors with an affinity for wanton violence. When the Night Haunter purged the various criminal gangs and syndicates, the Jajek were among the last to bend the knee to his new law, clinging to the freedom of their traditional reaving lifestyle. My rights. <laughs> My rights. <laughs> My rights. <laughs> 
The legacy of those clans remained hidden within the Night Lord's Legion until after the events of Istvan, when the Legion began to disregard the commands of its Primarch and regress to the old ways of the Jadek clans once more. Jesus Christ, can this Primarch do nothing well? No, he murders people real well. Not that that's a high bar for Primarchs. <laughs> not well enough that they keep not rebelling. You notice that? Like, I feel every other Primarch, like, <clears throat> they, they all have some dudes that, did, well, we'll not talk about the lion's problems with people rebelling. <laughs> but, but for the most part, like, Russ conquered half the planet and, like, had a bunch of people that wasn't on his side. None of those guys fucking around. Did he bring them into the Legion with him? He absolutely did. Wow. Well, not... Uh, the only the only ones that got that went across as adults were a part of his personal army, but they they recruited from everywhere and they didn't have any problems. I mean, okay. I don't know what to tell you. Just, when you're treated like bad a dog, that's how you behave. I don't know. Bad. Hey, how dare you insult my animals like that? <laughs> and on Whiskey's birthday, no less, you monster. Whiskey is a good girl. Which she's is why she's not a space wolf. The goodest girl. Anyway. Any, moving on. So the Swift Blade has uh, three effects. The first one, uh, as a Sixth Legion player, I kind of like. It has no true leaders. Detachment with this right of war must take a minimum of three compulsory HQ choices and may take up to five, regardless of the force organization chart in use. Five HQs. Five HQs, yeah. yeah wow. Instead of the usual rules for selecting a warlord, all the HQs in the detachment are the warlord. They do not <laughs> roll for a warlord trait, but all gain the crusader and hatred loyalist special rules. Ooh. All oh, the HQs no. in this all of the HQs in this detachment must be slain to fulfill the conditions of any ruler objective that requires a warlord to be removed from play as a casualty. Well, that sounds actually I pretty fun. I <laughs> that's, love that's cool. this. That's cool as hell. Like, yeah. I I really like the idea, not not just for my wolves, but for everybody that Marines are like they're old school, right? Every one of them is a goddamn hero, and. Uh, just having a bunch of guys that are heroes running around doing, you know, crazy shit. I love it. I also love from a tactical standpoint that you need to kill at least three and up to five HQs to get Slay the Warlord. Yeah, that's a lot of independent characters to take. There's Because there's a and bunch of games. Yeah. There's a bunch of games that I have won and lost uh, purely on the back of Slay the Warlord, right? Like Steven's great shame, slayed the warlord. Yes. Uh. My my militia constantly gives up slay the warlord. I mean, <laughs> like it, it's just a really fun thing to not have to care too much about. Um, and you don't have to worry about their warlord traits being like kind of all over the place in terms of usefulness. Hatred is universally good. Yeah, hatred's good. End of story. End of discussion. Right. Yeah. I consistently forget what Crusader is, but <clears throat> it sounds good. But then we go to the second one, which kind of really limits. This. Oh no! Oh no! It makes it even more ridiculous. So the next one is Jetek Clans. HQ choices in this detachment, which again is between 
minimum of three and a maximum of five, must be equipped with a Space Marine bike. Legion Hussar squadrons in this detachment must be taken as compulsory troops and outriders may be taken as troop choices. Vehicles of the tank type may only be taken if they also have the fast type. Yep, I take it back because I totally keep forgetting that just because they're on a bike doesn't mean they can't take whatever fucking weapon they want. Yeah, yeah, they can do whatever they want (laughs) and they're fast and T5 about it. Oh my goodness. And you know what? So I'm... God, this ride is cool. It appeals to my love of like characters, independent characters, cool conversions. Um, what I'm Going wondering fast. is because of no true leaders, can you bring, uh, because all of them count as the warlord, right? So does that mean you can bring uh, support consoles that normally can't be the warlord? Like librarians. So you have to have three compulsory choices, mm-hmm. which and then you can have up to five. Yeah, and, and so the other them, the other two can be support, but I don't think you could take. No, the, no, no, because all the HQs in this detachment are, are the warlord. warlord. Yeah, they become the warlord as a result of the right. Ah, which I would think overrides the support officer rule. I would, I would think so. Yeah, because this is very I specifically. Want, I want a bunch Instead of, of the usual rules for selecting the warlord. Riding around on my bikes. Oh, I see what right? you're saying. I see what you're saying. Because instead of the usual rules for selecting a warlord, all the HQs are the warlord. So I would assume that would mean, hey, all your HQs, they have the warlord trait. Well, also keep in mind, uh, a warlord doesn't necessarily, the warlord does not necessarily have to be your compulsory HQ choice either, though. I, what are you talking about? A warlord can be any character. Right. Yeah. Unless it but, says cannot be the warlord. Which very few do. I'm thinking, so support officers say they just can't be chosen as your compulsory HQ. They don't say that you can't take them as your warlord. Unless librarian has something very specific that says it can't. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. No. I'll go check. Yeah. If only, Quick, play the hold music. Maybe discounts on our Teespring store? Maybe you'd like to vote for upcoming Heresy Grad School topics? Hang out in a private Discord server? Or maybe even just getting a fun podcast sticker? If you're interested in any of that, consider being... Any of that? Jeez, I need to write better. We hit hit the... the, If you want to do any of that shit, just... If you're interested in any of that... Man, what was I thinking when I did that? If any of that sounds like something you'd want to do that... Would you want any of that? (laughs) You want some of that? That (laughs) did... Well, while you guys are continuing to ah, look No, up, even oh. better. I got it right here. So the rule for Legion support officer, and I quote, a console of this type may not be used as a compulsory HQ choice for the army unless specifically exempted by a particular Legion as a starting special rule or right of war. Neat. Let there be much rejoicing. Don't see how say that support officer one more time because I don't think A console of this type. Yeah may not be used uh-huh. as a compulsory HQ choice for the army yep. unless specifically exempted by a particular Legionis Astartes special rule or right of war. Yeah, and this right of war still says you have to take a minimum of three compulsory HQ choices. Yeah, but the, your other two, I'm saying. The other can, two you can take up to five. Yeah. Cool shit. Why yeah. are you not bringing five HQs in this? I, I don't understand, Jesse. I was getting the impression that Steven wanted to bring four or five librarians to the fight. 
mean, probably, but <laughs> who, who knows? I just want to bring. I just want to bring a bunch of librarians. You take I two. I want to play Thousand Suns secretly. I still think you can only have two on that. Yes, I, you can only have two. I was under the impression that support officers couldn't be lords of war, or couldn't be a, but the dudes, warlords. the warlords, uh, because this game has been out forever, and all <laughs> of my rules start to sound the same. Well, that's a pleasant surprise. Your librarians could have always been warlords. Well, I run chaplains and praetors and diabolists, so, you know. Ah, well. Yeah. Womp, womp. But don't let your dreams uh, be dreams. You can still take two of them. It's a shame that the, uh, it's a shame that the Mortifactor can't take a bike. Oh, oh no, no. No, 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 no. Can he? Must, must be equipped with a Space Marine bike. Yeah, the, but I don't think the Mortifactor can take one. Yeah, the, he's got to be equipped with it. Figure it out. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it works that way. No, it ha- you can't equip. Something I don't think it works. That that isn't, it's not. You yeah. you don't get free bikes for people. Oh. No, you don't get free. Well, you can't have. You can't put a Sevatar on a bike and just like wee. <laughs> Jetic clan, yeah, Terminators. <laughs> Too many nice things. I just wanted one that can have a whole bunch of dreadnoughts and. But now I wonder if you bring a. Um, if you bring a Praetor, right, obviously, or a Master of the Legion, because you have mm-hmm. to in order to, to mm-hmm. do the thing, uh, and you take the Legion Command Squad, they now also have to be on a bike, right? Because... Correct. Uh, because the, yeah, the thing they're running with does. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And because they're an HQ choice, do they also get to be a Warlord? They don't count as part of the selection. Or they count as okay, one slot true. effectively. Yeah, so. They don't count as a, a selection in and of themselves. Yeah. See, I ask these questions but so it that does, other people don't. So they're not, an like, HQ, hey. they're not technically an HQ choice, is what you're saying, Jesse? That's Correct. I mean, well, all right. they are, but they do not take a slot. But it's not saying all the ones in a slot. It just says all the HQs in this detachment are the Warlord. Uh, See, but they're not a... This is what we meant by the rest of these not being quite as straightforward as that first one, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Well, so, okay, so it says you have to take the three compulsory, right? And then you can yep. take up to five HQs, so another two. Um, these HQs do not roll for a warlord trait and all gain crusader and hatred. So I any other HQs you take squads. outside of those five, I think, don't get it. Which I think command squad is the only thing that could possibly. No, you're, but you're missing the sentence before that, which is instead of the usual rules for selecting a warlord, all of the HQs in this detachment are the warlord. So the these HQs is mm. referring to mm. all the HQs in this detachment. Well, that's hang, a, on, hang on, hang on. Six None HQs, of the six warlords. Yeah. <laughs> Retinue. Still mad that I can't have a... A Legion uh, Command Squad may only be chosen as a retinue for Legion Praetor or Legion Special Character with Warlord Special Rule and may not be taken as part of an army on their own. They take up a single force organization chart choice car, uh, chart choice with that Praetor but do not have to be deployed with them and are treated as separate unit during the game. With that, I... I... Uh, it sounds huh. like rules as written. You could... <laughs> It, make them all like warlords, but <laughs> yeah. I don't really feel that you should play it that way. <laughs> I yeah, because that's another... Well, how many can you make them? Five? Oh, another five yeah. units with two up you've got to get through to get Slay the Warlord? But let's, or another let's, five models? Let me, one, say that that's a billion points. Well, just That's a billion Naturally, points. But who cares? Um, Jedi clans. <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. From a fluff perspective, 
right? Hilarious. All of these guys are like the second, you know, the seconds to some Jadak clan big shot. Like they're all slightly less big shots. Yeah, why the hell wouldn't shots. they have? Why the hell wouldn't they have hatred loyalists? Yeah, and the crusade special rule. You know, add a. Uh... Add a, what are they? I mean, isn't uh, hatred... Al- add a delegatus in there, and you've got another command squad. <laughs> well, doesn't hatred confer to the unit they're in anyway? It does, yes. but if the character gets challenged out and killed... Yeah, but they're all chosen, so they all can chosen. all... Yeah. yeah. The yeah, but command squad can poke in and say, no, you're fighting me instead. You act like you would do that. I mean... Well, I'm I, talking about night I've lords. My, I wouldn't as a dark command. angel player. Like, but. I've got my command HQs killed off when I didn't necessarily have to, because... <laughs> The honor of the thing. Yeah. 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 Well, see, now I have no choice with Deathwing companions, so. Well. Mm. Actually, um, what would be hilarious is if you did this with a bunch of vigilators and they all have the sabotage rule. Dick. <laughs> Just zooming around, sabotaging everything before the Quit game. Quit sabotaging starts. all my stuff. Uh, so Jack's there is. clan is fuck. There is one more uh, fun thing to this, and that is encirclement. Units wholly comprised of models with the Legionis Astartes Night Lord special rule in this detachment add plus two to their total unit size Jesus. when determining whether they outnumber an enemy for the purpose of a talent for murder special rule. They're already Jesus. on fucking bikes. And they're all on they bikes, are. so they count as what? Three or five? Three each, I think, on Very bikes, bulky. Right? Oh, yeah, it has to be very bulky. I don't think yeah, it's they extremely count as, bulky. They count as three. Uh, but a plus two on top of that, which is nice because, you know... You probably won't be well. It's, your your bike squad won't be full size when it hits. So, is it plus two to number of? I guess because talent for murder is effectively uh, calculated as quote unquote transport space, right? Individual dudes are one, bulky dudes are two, no, very models. bulky dudes are three, right? Um, I mean, is it? plus two to their total unit size in terms of models or plus two to talent for murders count to their total unit size so so if you do bring so if you are count if it's bikes yeah, for instance so, so you're asking if it's two extra bikes or just a plus two to the out number right pretty sure it's just yeah. two extra to the number because i think it's just two extra to the number because it doesn't really differentiate because the, the bikes size. being three is three towards their unit size. Right. Right. Yeah. Bulky is like, you know, this model That's counts true. as two models for purposes true. of transport. So it's basically. Yeah, right. So I, I think it's just plus two to the end of your total, regardless of what the unit's actually made of. Uh-huh. Uh, but hey, man, anything that makes talent for murder more murdery, right? Nope. Can a Pravian take a bike? I, I will find out. Look up all this shit, man. <laughs> because I want a Pravian on a bike with Vorax Automata running next to him. I came prepared with all my notes. I go into these completely blind. May not take a jet bike, jet pack, bike, or Terminator armor. Get wrecked. Womp. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, bike Pravian. Get out of here. It's not to be. With your damn robots and your shenanigans. Poor Mortificator. Just make it all the harder to get slay the warlord. <laughs> right? Jesus. You already uh, got 10 units with it. What more do you want? <laughs> more. I want more. <laughs> so there are... So the Hussar the, squadrons 
Let me double check because they're max size. Okay, you can get up to 10 bikes with those guys yeah. with a minimum of five. That you don't need the plus two. Yeah. They, they're just going to have talent for murder. Unless um, if you die. But it is nice for your warlord running around with a five-man command squad to be a little bigger, right? Yeah. Plus that fearless sure. bubble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just smack into big blobs of armies and may not have to sweat as much. Yeah. And bear in mind that, again, you're getting Hammer of Wrath when you do charge because you're on a bike from mm-hmm. Vroom. And Hammer of Wrath is affected by talent from murder. <laughs> Rude. If, what are the limitations of uh, the, the Swift Blade, Austin? So there are there are a few. Uh, detachments using this right of war must take an additional compulsory troop choice in addition to those usually required on their force org chart. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. So but actually, this one is a little, um, a little of a downer uh, because it's... You're being now mandated, hey, you got to take three Legion Hussar squadrons and three HQs before you bring anything else. That's expensive. Uh, and really five HQs, because what are you doing? Yeah. The Hussars are 150 at a minimum. Yeah. So, mm. like, they're, they're not, like, overt. Each, like, basically. They're not hugely expensive as a five-pack, but something to worry about. <clears throat> Yeah, and you definitely will probably want to swap them for the twin-linked snub rotor cannons for another mm. 10 points of models. That's at least 200 points if you just yeah. take that. And, five and then you guys. never want to bring just five of them. So it'll all, it'll all add up real quick. Like, it would not surprise me if three max, squ- max number Hussar squadrons and five HQs brought you to about 2,000 points if you're not paying attention. Yeah, uh, probably. I'd have to do the math, but I think you're getting close. Well... If you're rough, eh. yeah, 1750 to 2000 will probably get you there if you max out those three Hussars and, yeah. or five Hussars if you want to do that. But anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, so other stuff. Detachments using this right of war may not take any model whose rules state that it must be the army's warlord, including but not limited to the Legion's Primarch, because there are no true leaders here. So, Sevatar, mm. fuck yourself. Jadak for life! I thought uh, I thought Master of the Legion has a rule. I thought, or part of the Master of the Legion rule is that you have to be the army's warlord. Steven, it's like you haven't played this game all year because there's a pandemic on or something. <laughs> Longer, probably. I play with dreadnoughts now. I I'm not con- concerned with the with the with lesser men, but that means you can't take a delegatus. You have to use a praetor for this one. No, it no, doesn't say it just says, about you having to take yeah, it. Yeah, it's not required. Detachment it just says if you do, they roll twice. May not take any model whose rules state that it must be the army's warlord, right? So yeah, yeah. And Delegatus has to, though. Oh, Delegatus. Master yeah. of the Legion, which allows you to... Yeah, Delegatus probably, but... Yeah, not for just have a Master of the Legion, though. Yeah. That doesn't get you yeah. there. Well, it's a, Master of the Legion is if you away. choose him as the warlord, you get to roll twice. Neat. Praetors away, yep. Oh, well, you can take one mass, one Praetor per thousand points. So it's actually finally viable to take multiple Praetors. Yeah. Because this is an expensive right to run. Yeah, this is not your 1500 point Zoe Mortalis list. <laughs> All the Jeddak clans spin out in a tunnel and die. <laughs> yeah, for those of you real trying to. Yeah. Not like this, crushed by a door. (laughs) All right.
Why, um, why do the Night Lords have a better bike right than the White Scars do? Shh. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll make Robbie sad. Probably because White Scars got flipped into book eight instead of book nine. There's a lot of bike centric units in this book and it's kind of a kind yeah, of shows they, that they missed out. Yeah. Poor yeah. white scars. Poor <laughs> white scars. Don't worry. Oh. They'll get updated in time for the siege of Terra book. Nobody loves you because nobody likes painting white. Hmm. That's why we don't have Luna Wolves mm. rules. <laughs> True story. Okay. Uh, Jesse, what's the next one? Night Lord. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's a, there are some other things here. Oh. Hold on. I missed the, there are a couple of the more limitations. Uh-oh. Uh, they can't take units with this right of war, can't take units with the heavy or immobile rules or fortifications or allied detachments. This is about going fast and not giving a shit. <laughs> if the bikes uh, weren't a uh, clue enough for that. Yes. If you couldn't figure that out by the name Swift Blade and the infinite bikes. Uh, and this right of war may not be taken by a detachment belonging to the loyalist faction because it has hatred loyalist for damn near every unit. <laughs> uh, and that's why I forgot about them because these were both real obvious limitations. And if you heard me say that and went, damn, now my idea for this list is ruined. You're a bad person. <laughs> it's true. And we can prove it with math. Can, but won't because I dislike math. Fair. Go on, Jesse. Night Lord's unique right of war, the Cross of Bones. The Cross of Bones was both the name taken by those among the Night Lords who sought to divest itself of those bonds of the Emperor had placed upon the Legion and the title of the ancient Nostromo tradition. It is a name that, when spoken of in the slums of Nostromo, was a challenge between gang champions, a murder brawl in which the Count of the Dead and trophies taken decided the leadership of the slum hosts. Amongst the stars, it saw the same use within the Night Lords, a challenge between leaders and a statement of intent to the foe. By the number of the dead could count their resolve by measured by the number of the dead could the resolve be measured, and in the bloody trophies of battle would be shown the worth of the foe. God damn that sentence is worded really weird. That whole paragraph. <laughs> you you need to read a little more Shakespeare. That was that was some weird grammar there. I'm you sorry. You can tell that an English major, like some sort of like Lit major uh, wrote that particular section. Getting real angsty. Real Night Lord's angst right there. <laughs> the effects. The aristocracy of ruin. For every non-compulsory HQ choice included as part of this detachment, the maximum number of elites choices available as part of this force organization chart is increased by one. The strong or strongest alone. As long as a model from this attachment with the independent character special rule is either alone or in a unit with no other independent characters, it gains plus one attack. And the tithe of gore. The slay, the warlord's secondary objective, is worth an additional plus one victory point for the player that has selected this right of war if the enemy warlord's final wound is removed by a friendly model with the independent character special rule. Limitations. Detachments using this right of war must take an additional compulsory troops choice in addition to those usually required on the force organization chart. Detachments using this right of war may, na may not take Conrad Kurz as a Lords of War choice. <laughs> and the Rampant Blade, any unit from this detachment that makes a consolidation move, must move the full distance allowed towards the nearest enemy unit within line of sight. If no enemy units are in line of sight, then the consolidation move must be made towards their opponent's deployment zone. 
Can I just stop and we appreciate the fact that half of their Legion rights of war specifically say Conrad Cruz can't come out and play? <laughs> no curs. <laughs> no curs allowed. Like no Primarchs. Sorry, Lion. Must be can't be taller than this to enter. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this one. Uh, so for every non-compulsory choice for HQ, so that gives you at what plus two, or no for every three non-compulsory. Right? Uh, oh, hang on, no way. Well, one would be... Com- well, it depends on your... your uh, I haven't played this game all year either, so Depends on your army list, right? But generally, plus two. Yeah, because it's, what, one compulsory it's normally one two. to three. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Which one? one? And it's uh, zero to four basic for uh, elites, I think, or zero to yeah. three. Yeah, zero to four. As I madly rush right. over through my uh, PDF here. Yeah, all no, my books are located right. across the room, and the the floor is very squeaky. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you can potentially have right yeah, up so to six six elites, uh, five elites. Well, yeah. four, and then another two. No, oh, I'm looking at the wrong attachment. God damn! <laughs> Figure there it out. Were we just saying that math is hard? It is. I just found a typo in the PDF version. It says troops. It should be elites, but yeah, up to four elites. What does it say? Oh, so it has for the for the force organization chart. It has troops, troops. The next block says troops again, but it has a symbol for elites, and it takes up to four. Okay, so you can get up to six elites in total. Yeah, with this uh, right of war. Huh. Okay. Uh, but you still have to take an additional compulsory troop choice. So you're taking yeah, a minimum. It gets real expensive again. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's rough, because... Yeah, these are for big kid games. Yeah, you get gotta gotta call well, Jared. Well, I mean, if you if if you've read through the the lore stuff in book nine, then you know the Thromus Crusade was not kitty glove frolic hour. <laughs> it was well, the real true. deal. It was in the sense that most of the gloves were made from kids. <laughs> <laughs> but it is rough. Aww. Because you're taking a minimum of three troops before you can even really crack into those elites, even if you yeah. get bonus elite slots. So, yeah, and um, and that uh, that rampant blade, that doesn't seem like a bad move, uh, but it can it can bite you in the ass sometimes. Yeah, like this is not an army spread out. Yeah, or even something with a friggin' like. Hey, my my sniper squad of guardsmen is going to charge that ten man uh, las cannon squad that's in cover. Oh, you murdered them! Oh, well now consolidate six inches out of cover. Ha <sighs> <laughs> ha! <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's this some sounds more like a world leader right than a night lord's right. But yeah, right. so you could take. I mean, if you really wanted to fluff up, you can add some more terror squads because they're elites, and the Contacar are also elites. Again, like yeah, Austin they, said, it, it, this is definitely for a bigger point in game. I'll tell you yeah. what I'm bringing. Dreadnoughts. <laughs> oh, no. Who could have thought? Six dreadnoughts or six times Each additional three. elite slot gives me three more dreadnoughts. 18 <gasps> dreadnoughts. This is this is the dreadnought, right? <laughs> oh. And I then was you thinking, take your... Uh, I, I talked through uh, the Death Guard idea. And you know, the, the stronger, region, strongest alone <gasps> is not Dear bad God. for characters that are running around with nothing but dreadnoughts because yeah. they're going to be alone the more or in a unit 
in a unit with no other independent characters. Not the Mortificator, whatever the... uh... Yeah, the Dreadnought one, yeah. Yeah, the Mort- we call him the Mortifactor, but it's Mortificator. Mortificator. We know, it's just easier to say, Mortifactor. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh no, my, my Dreadnought consolidation move. I, when does they never want to get closer to the enemy? Yeah, it's great! <laughs> oh. Well, Steven has come full circle on this. <laughs> Strap in, boys! <laughs> Steven needs another... 30 dreadnoughts. We're going back to Night Lords. <laughs> I was actually thinking that the next rite was going to be the one that got me back into Night Lords, but it's going to be this one. It's Cross of Bone. <laughs> I'm bringing three Mortificators. No, one Praetor, two Mortificators, and I'm dreadnoughts. So many dreadnoughts. <laughs> and also 10 tactical Marines, whatever. 30. Steven's good. Yeah. Uh, or you can take some other BS uh, troop choice. Well, no, I guess tactical would be your cheapest. Uh, hmm. um, so don't think, uh, don't think the bike well, ones are. Yeah, the bikes are. Uh, yeah, I, well, it would have to be either assaults. tacticals or assault marines. But I'm already bringing a bunch of close combat dreadnoughts, so I may as well bring assault marines, right? Just to keep up. Yeah, the hussars and sky seekers are uh, support squads. So, eh. yep, tacticals it is. Glory be. <laughs> Steven, nope. want to hit up that uh, that final one there? Ah, uh, yes. Because I had uh, nothing left for the cross of bones. You latched on to dreadnoughts, and I think that's a. Uh, <laughs> yep, we, that's we, a sign. That's a sign to move on. <laughs> well, we've discussed it before on another episode, and the, yeah. it mostly came down to why wouldn't you just use Pride of the Legion to do the and same now, thing? And now we know. Yeah, now we know. It's for dreadnoughts. You heard it her. <laughs> you heard it here first. Dreadnoughts. Anyway, Months after the book came out, <laughs> the bloody gauntlet. Look, this is why we take our time our time to do this, listeners, so we can let it all percolate. That's right. Even though I just said that I go into all of these books blind. <laughs> Damn it, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us aren't doing the uh, the full uh, knee-jerk reaction upon reading these. We do your goddamn homework. We watch the internet <sighs> fight, and then we come in and just uh, give you, our You know opinion. I can't read. Yeah, and then we're right. We're right on the internet. <laughs> That's right. And that's truly the best place to be right, because it's preserved for all time. <laughs> There's a good reason not to be first, and this is why. Yeah, yeah. Man. Anyway. I just had an image of some nerd searching, like, archive.org 50 years from now to do his PhD on, like... Dreadnoughts. Pandemic entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Niche Ooh. pandemic entertainment. <laughs> Look right here, Johnson. It says that making podcasts went up 200% among U.S. males age 30 and below. Yeah, I think I read somewhere that over 100,000 podcasts were launched this year. Well, ours was before all this, so we're good. (laughs) That's what I tell my girlfriend anyway. That's what I told mine when she was like, if you, she saw a thing that was like, if you know a white male uh, age 25 to 35, please encourage him not to start a podcast in these trying times. And it's like, you're too late. <laughs> yeah. Everyone use their stimulus checks on, uh, on, on microphone equipment, <laughs> new microphones. Uh, aren't all those foreign? That's not stimulating anything. Let's try look. I only assume because my microphone has an O with a little line in it. So that that's gotta be like Swedish or something, right? Yeah. This is used some of those weird commie vowels. I don't know. <laughs> it's actually Australian. Oh. Oh, Plug for Rode microphones it. over here. No wonder it looks upside down. <laughs> uh, it's Edor. Right. Fuck. The bloody, the, the <laughs> Moving bloody along. Gauntlet. The bloody gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> the 
the market of the doomed in Nostromen gang culture, a red hand denoted a warrior serving under a sentence of death, waiting only for their master to administer punishment. At the outbreak of the Thramas Crusade, it would also serve as the mark of those warriors who held their loyalty to the Primarch as greater than their lust for death and blood. On the field of battle, it was a tactic rarely employed, as it would often end in the death for those committed to this cruel doctrine. But it was devastating in effect. Gathering together the doomed, marked, and abandoned, a bloodied gauntlet was thrown into the teeth of the enemy with a singular goal, death or glory. For the warriors assembled as the vanguard, they would either see their badge of shame expunged with either the foe's blood or their own. They were the finest of line breakers, for they had long since accepted their deaths and shied away from nothing the enemy could throw at them. Forlorn hope, night lord style. The bloodied gauntlet is the first effect. All compulsory choices in this detachment must begin the game deployed on the table or interplay on the first turn. These units gain the Zealot special rule, and if destroyed, do not grant the opposing player any victory points, regardless of the mission being used. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, three 20-man assault squads with Zealot and not giving up victory points if they die. Look, I've play, I play this game, right? I do it with my Death Sworn all the damn time. It is the rudest shit imaginable. <laughs> Yeah, and yours and Death Sworn don't even have Zealot. They don't! I gotta pay for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Through death, victory. If the game ends as a draw, or with the player that has chosen this right of war as the loser, then that player gains plus D3 victory points if all of their compulsory troop choices have been destroyed? So you're trying to get them killed. So three five-man squads. <laughs> yeah. Three five-man squads, fill out the rest of your jump packers with night raptors, because they're elites. Wow. Mm. So good. Mm. See, well, Jesse, this actually... is the opposite of how you've been playing for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how does that make you feel? You all right? Um, I'm okay. You need a moment? Okay. No, no. It's... Get rewarded for losing all your units. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's wild. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's, yeah. uh, units yeah. from this <clears throat> attachment entering play from reserve after game turn three gain the outflank special rule. Meh. 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 That's all right. Yeah. If you're I, out of play meh. by turn three, meh. Yeah. I mean, you, you really need, need outflank. outflank. Yeah. <laughs> but this is an interesting, an interesting thought, though, because you could start doing like reserve manipulation shit to keep your boys off, and yeah. then throw you them can in at the side on the command rhino, right? To take away one instead of constantly coming in on two ups. But it's yeah. still a, it's still a crapshoot, though. The odd, the odds are still pretty good. You're you're in yeah. before turn three, but it's a nice little perk, Thing. right? It's nothing yeah. to plan your list around, but you know, your boys it's don't come in on time. You know, if you bring in a if you bring in an interceptor, mm. uh, a little late. Of course, by turn Is, three, any plane that it's trying to shoot down has probably already arrived and done its work. <clears throat> Is it looking at uh, you, Is Jerry? ongoing? Is ongoing reserve different from reserve? Uh, no, ongoing reserves is uh, basically when you come off the table. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if my plane comes on turn two, flies off turn three, on turn four, when it comes back in, does it gain outflank? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, nice. Limitations. That's a good, good question. I, part of me thinks it might be different, actually, now you think about it, because ongoing reserves, like, it has a capital O and everything, usually, mm -hmm. so... Mm -hmm. I'm yeah, going to take a does, look, but continue on. It does on. play a little bit differently. 
Mm, I'm curious. Jesus Christ. The limitations on this is wild. Uh, Yeah. Detachments using this right of war must take an additional two compulsory elite choices. Presumably guys to keep the the red-handed in line. These must be infantry units and may not be equipped with Terminator armor of any kind. Well, that goes what I said, because Contacar wear Terminator armor. Yep. Uh, I mean, you can still take them, but... Uh, <clears throat> these must be infantry and must not... Mm. Yeah, so, um, choices in a, no, go ahead. Sorry. Units in ongoing reserve always re-interplay at the start of their controlling players following turn, but otherwise follow the normal oh, so rules for huge. reserves. All right, so yeah. I, I think they it would gain outflank at that point, yeah. which is Fly handy off, because a lot of flank come back on. Yeah, I mean come back on like on the side, right? Like there's, there's well, a lot of fun stuff it, you can. But yeah, I mean it doesn't matter. Like it genuinely doesn't matter though because what you're trying to do is because what'll happen at least when I'm when I'm flying uh, Jerry and Jean is that enemy armor like that, that first and second turn will be on the back line. I'll blow them the shit. And then if my planes have to fly off, a canny opponent will drive tanks forward so that I can only get their front armor or I'll have to jump over them. Mm. But if you're outflanking, like it doesn't matter what side you're coming on. You just come in on the other corner and suddenly everybody's getting a rear shot. Everybody. So here's another thing. And, though. Uh, and I, this is fun. This is a matter of semantics. It says after game turn three, does that mean on game turn four, you get the outflank? Yes. Okay. If you enter play after game turn three, you get outflank. So it's come on turn two, fly off turn three, yep. come back on turn four, you have outflank. outflank. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just want to make sure. All right. So what other limitations we got here? Um, compulsory choices. Oops. Compulsory choices in a detachment using this right of war may not hold or contest objectives of any kind and never count as scoring units. No compulsory choices may select a dedicated transport and a compulsory HQ choice may not be selected as the army's warlord. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Break okay. that down. So that's you... kind of a lot to take in. So none of your troop, none of your compulsory choices. So the two <clears throat> elites that you took and your troops can't score oh that's rough yeah i thought when you read it the first time i thought it was just your compulsory troops but no it's well, it's just it's just four. the first two right because those are yeah. your your troops and yeah then you but how do you uh, two compulsory elites still four units i mean you'd have to designate at the start of the game which ones were right well presumably you'd paint them all with red gauntlets of course wait a minute and so your elite, your ex, those two elite choices, gain zealot too. Mm, all compulsory choices in this detachment must begin the game played and gain zealot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could take two night raptor squads with zealot. That's oh, so obscene. And that's... then you just got to make sure they get killed. <laughs> oh no! How hard? Yeah. Suck uh. it, custodes. <clears throat> this is. And this is wild, but I'm liking it. And the thing is, you don't really lose if they survive either. And your HQ, because you'll have your a compulsory HQ, HQ is... right? So that HQ, two elites, and at least a couple of troops have all fucked up in their own special way. 
And they're all which is zealots. why you need a non-compulsory HQ to be the warlord to keep an eye on all these bastards. <laughs> and uh, away you go. That is wild. Yeah, and uh, wow. And like you won't you have a hell of a time. Uh, but you got to get those five things killed to get the plus D3 victory points. Because I mean, now you need to leave. You need to lose two but, troops, two elites. But when they all HQ. have a zealot, are you really even just trying to get that anyway? You could easily just play through, you, have everything a zealot, and oh no, I guess I don't get the D3 victory points. I guess you can't, you can't because you but can't, you can't claim objectives. Yeah, you have yeah. four, four or five units that can't claim objectives. Uh, I guess well, so might, bear in mind that there though. are some. Bear in mind mm. there are some missions that don't actually have physical objectives to hold. Yeah, I mean if that's true. A, if you get a if kill, it's a kill point, mission. if it's a kill point, you damn near auto win. Yeah, table or die. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <sighs> this and is all a... non-compulsory choices must begin the game in reserve. So you can't even like <laughs> you, your opponent can't even necessarily pick off the ones he needs to kill to actually get points. Yeah. Mm. Jesus. Mm. That's rude as shit. And funnily enough, this one you can take allied detachments for. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, I guess. Hey, I you guys bring... are all f- fucked up. We don't care if you're like seen. Where are those imperial fists? Yeah, they they like taking a breach. Too. You can. <laughs> Uh, so it's a fun one though I, yeah. I like it it's it's pretty cool you can make some really really nasty uh breachers with this not breacher squads but like a line breaching oh my god oh my god you take uh as your non-compulsory hq the dreadnought guy the mortificator yeah <laughs> yeah yeah three dreadnoughts with zealot that don't give up uh <laughs> kill points Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> no, well, I think the dreadnoughts well, already get yeah, because there's no elites aren't compulsory. Yeah, you oh, but three, a, three, right, right. You take yeah, them as you a, take uh, some as with a, the HQ, bring them in as a talent. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And at that point, you wouldn't even really have to spend the points to buy contemptors, because you kind of want them to die, so you could max out with box dreads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're too. They're too dangerous to ignore. Gotta kill them. But they're so soft, they're easy to kill, relatively speaking. And if you do, you don't get anything for it. You get nothing. You might get you might get oh fucked God. for it, right? You might give up D3 victory points. <laughs> Jesus. And you can't just run around hoping they don't get you. No, they'll get you. They will Unless get you're you. playing a bike list, they'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh that is a wild ride of war. Put them all in a mastodon. <laughs> <laughs> just open the door here comes a bunch of fucked up dreadnoughts yeah because it's just they can't take a dedicated transport oh no who yeah. cares yeah. man this is this would get be two a box w- dreads in there or two contemptors i don't know if you take contemptor or regular box i know you can take two contemptors in the mastodon if you can take two contemptors you got to be able to take two regular ones yeah there has yeah. To, it has to be huh. or you can really go ham and just go uh go full-on cordis <laughs> yeah. and bear I mean, in that mind that dreadnoughts that'd be the way to do it attacks. right from a fluff perspective like hey you've been punished we're putting you in a cordis also here we painted your hands red <laughs> hey cool I got a new paint job wait a second why are they red <laughs> I'm Hold not up. a blood angel <laughs> Hold up. 
<laughs> hey, wait a minute. Say psych right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wild. Welcome mm. to the new podcast segment, Here We Go Again, wherein I detail ways to take maximum dreadnoughts using every right of war. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it'll be uh. great. It's all put it behind a paywall. It's all Patreon exclusive. <laughs> All right, speaking of patrons, I'd like to thank all our patrons on our uh, who uh, support our podcast with them. We, uh, yeah. yeah, you guys, God, we, yeah. we love you. We love yes, you all. We love you. Thanks so we much. We love you all deeply. You yep. know who you are. Yep. Our Praetors, Alex Self, Chris Mack, Jacob Dillon, Garner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Mr. Baldwick, Nicholas Quanga, Sar Luther. Thank you all so much. Kiss, kiss. Our Legion Centurions, Andrew N., Angry Boy, John Christensen, M. Tanzer, Queen Corswain, Scott LeMay, The Original Applesauce, and Black Label Painting. Kiss, kiss. And finally, our Sergeants, Aaron Maynard, Duncan, Emily O'Hare, Nicholas Gillen, The Zoy, and What Do I Call Myself? All of you all, kiss, kiss. Thank you so much. That's... T- a lot of I'm blown people. away by all the support we're getting. So thank you all so much. It's ridiculous. They're, they, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. Current tense. I don't even listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have another uh, uh, Necromunda episode exclusive for you guys here very shortly. So stay tuned on that one. Yeah. I if would you actually, would like uh, to become a patron, go over to uh, patreon.com forward slash rr30k podcast. And you should be with those $600 stimulus checks that we're all getting, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You haven't needed them for the past 10 months, listeners. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. If you weren't using them now, you'll never use them. May as well give them to us. Give them to the podcasts. Uh, be sure to subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on Spotify. You can join us on our Discord server. Link in the description of this episode. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RR30K Podcast. You can visit our website, RR30K.com, which includes our Battlefleet Heresy Compendium which uh, these two gentlemen, Stephen and Austin, have worked on tirelessly and have a 154, 55-page Battlefleet Heresy book you can check out. There's even a Dreadnought in one of them. There's <laughs> what? That's a Dreadnought? Is there? Oh, there is yeah. a Dreadnought. Yeah, we have yeah. a Dreadnought short story. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, we wrote all the fluff ourselves because, well, your tax dollars at work, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And That's you can right. also follow us on Instagram <laughs> at remembrancers so underscore treat if I ever remember to post on there. But, yeah. yeah. And now back to your regular scheduled program. Go ahead, Stephen. Um, while we're talking about our patrons, I actually have a uh, special shout-out to one of them. Uh, Queen Corswain had I put up a little contest in our Lost Transmission Discord, or Battleplay Heresy Discord, to find every single Filk reference in the Red Book. And she bent her back to the task and found every single one of them. Uh, so she gets a <laughs> really? special prize. And a fancy shout-out. So good job, Queen Corswain. You already know what your prize is. I already told you personally, so... Well, then what yeah. is her? What, what is the prize? Um, she is going to get to name several of the ships in the next Battlefleet Heresy Red Book. Ooh! <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, I thought we were going to keep it secret, but then I kind of got roped into it. So bang, bang, here we go. I mean, There's another one you, coming. We're not telling you what's in it. We're not telling you That's what it's right. about. There's just there's another one coming. And I and feel there's... like we have mentioned that we've we've been uh, toiling away on a second one. Um, yes. 
but she yes, has uh, she's provide she's going to provide me a list of twenty names, and they will be sprinkled throughout the book. Excellent, well, that's delightful. Yep, very cool. Let nobody say I don't know how to engage the people. <laughs> <laughs> mostly, it's just talking about dreadnoughts, but you know, <laughs> but mostly, but you know, every, you got to have that side hustle, though. That's right. No, very true. Got to fund the dreadnought podcast somehow. It's going to happen, twenty twenty one. Well, step into my office. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <clears throat> That's all I've got to say about the bloody gauntlet, though. Um, oh, right. Rights of War. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, we were talking yeah, about this. The thing we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, again, it's all devolved in the Dreadnoughts now. Yeah. So what? <laughs> Let's Just talk about... the uh, Lord intended. Let's talk about Saul Tarfitz. He's uh, finally going to be available on Christmas Day for some reason. Because it's a Christmas miracle. Oh, yeah, after you've, sp- after you've spent all of your holiday money. You wake up, you don't run downstairs for the gifts. No, you pull out your phone and go to forgeworld.com and get your Saul Tarvitz, who's probably going to yeah. be like 98 bucks or something. But still, Just in time for that stimulus check. You don't even have to run downstairs <laughs> to do it. You can do it from the comfort of your bed. Exactly. It's true. Depending on yeah. where you're living, that might be a big deal because it might be <laughs> snowing. <laughs> don't send that money back to the American economy. No, no, no. Help our help our cousins at Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> they need all the help they can get right now. I'm so like sorry. we all don't have our problems, Jesse. <laughs> There's a global hey, at least they get vaccines. Salt Harvest has a helmet, isn't that cool? It is yeah. it is a really beautiful model. Like it's yes. It is exactly what I wanted out of Saul Tarvitz, and I didn't realize I wanted anything out of Saul Tarvitz because, well, he is an emperor's children after all. But he's got the cool-ass bandolier. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and be a, uh, a Debbie Downer about Saul Tarvitz. Not being plastic? Uh, is he no, real I don't really, dead? I don't really mind the fact that he's um, not in plastic. That, that doesn't bother me. Because honestly who's going to who at this point book one has been out for so long who's going to buy Saul Tarvitz that hasn't already converted him if they're actually using him in their army mm. that's my gripe with Saul Tarvitz it could have been anybody and they picked a character whose book has been out for what eight years nine it's a ten? long time coming yeah but I see don't some get me wrong nice, uh, it is a really cool model I see some but nice I'm still waiting potential. on Argyll Tall I imagine those uh those shoulder pads are swappable. One would hope, yeah, because they are some nice bits. Get some sweet-ass champion a, out of that. He's got the, the cool big sword. He's got the sniper rifle. He does have a really oh, nice He does helmet. have a sniper rifle in the back. Yeah, yeah he does. in case, you know, you don't know what you want to do with Saul Tarvitz. Just uh, snap I, I fire shoot. a sniper <laughs> rifle every turn until you get into Thunder Hammer range or sword range or whatever he has. I don't know. I was in book one. Do you think I remember? <laughs> you expect me to remember something published eight years ago? A loyalist emperor's children rules. Hmm. I have to think yeah. on that one. Look, if Austin remembers that there's a stuffed Ewok in the X-Wing series, <laughs> then the least someone Look, can do is tell me what the hell Salt is uses. Like, the stuffed Ewok is a running joke in that series, and it's amazing, and I defy anyone to find a better running joke among Starfighter pilots. You know, I wish I recorded that part. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. damn. I'm sorry. Now we're going to have to do a Star Wars Squadrons podcast. Oh, God. No. <laughs> if you're a white man in your 30s, this is not the time to start a new podcast. It's true. We've no, been warned we've, against We've it. got our foot in the door already. Wait. No. Steven, you start the podcast. It's true. I'm still ah, in 30. Perfect. 28, baby. You're squared away. <laughs> yep. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thanks. <laughs> How are you? How are you? 
Yub yub, Commander. <laughs> uh, Lord, which yub, is yub, the catchphrase <laughs> that if you haven't read the X-Wing series from uh, the real Star Wars or whatever they're calling everything uh, before Legends. Disney bought it. Legends. Uh, Legacy? Do it. Or Legends. It's great. Uh, Legacy was the... Uh was the comic book series that took place like a hundred years after the, uh, the Man, that, of Death Star. that was a good one. If you have, and then there was legacy of the force. I want to say that was the last novel series before pretty much Disney bought it. But, yeah. Ben, Ben Solo turned to the dark side, became Darth Kytus and everything. It was weird ass shit. Spoilers. Uh, yeah. Spoilers for a decade old <laughs> novel. Yep. He dies, by the way. He kills Mara Jade. I'm sorry, guys. It's all What fucked. the feth? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> get out of get out of here. Get out of here right now. It was it was shitty. Episode's over. <laughs> Episode's We're over. Done. I'm done. Watching these patron numbers like, <laughs> drop in real time. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Remembrancers Retreat. Uh, if you want to follow us, I said all that earlier. So just rewind a few seconds ago and you can find all those links there. Uh, once again, I'd like to thank Austin and Steven for joining me on this escapade. It's been it was fun time. right up until two minutes ago, and now I'm out. <laughs> I don't know. I'm speechless. Well, now I got to leave on a happy note. <sighs> hey, at least our friends in Brexit are getting vaccines. Yeah, Godspeed yeah, across the okay. pond. Hang in there. It'll Merry, all be over soon. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Oh yeah, this is probably going to be our last episode before uh, the no, new year. No, well, I'll over. drag you guys in to record something else before then. Oh, all um, right then, sweet. Yeah. Sorry, Austin. I figured you'd have read that by now. Everything is terrible. Did he leave? I don't know. Maybe. Holy shit, Austin left. <laughs> <laughs> he had to punctuate it by actually leaving. Damn. All right. Well, until next time, catch you later. Bye. That's, that's not your catchphrase. Bye. Goodbye, fair listeners. <laughs>